Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, JC. It's Footy Prime Podcast, it's Wednesday, I feel a little bit discombobulated today because we missed the, the Sunday slash Monday podcast. I'm also quite tired, not the only one in this podcast. Wong is tired, JC is tired. Craig looks pretty good, Jimmy sounds pretty good. How, how are you all? Are you all feeling good this post-Thanksgiving edition? I'm tired. <laughs> Is it from the weekend? Because that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. There's lots. It's already Wednesday. Up. I know. How yeah, old? It was a long weekend. Old? That's true. I just, I've just, I just can't do like three days straight. There's no chance anymore. It just kills me. Are you talking about drinking, carousing? Yeah, yeah at a cottage for three days. You know how it is. It's just like one constant. You know. Yeah. Did, and, uh, did you do any um, different? Do do anything differently, like uh, gummy stuffing, or anything? No, like no, that? no, <laughs> no. no. What's the drug in turkey again? Every day. Tryptophan. Tryptophan, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe it's that. I had a lot of turkey, so maybe it's that. I don't know. Oh, that gets you. Kills you. But yeah. uh, anyway, here we are. It's fully prime. It's a busy week coming up, football wise. It's a busy weekend, of course. Uh, but this Friday, Canada plays Japan in Japan. The boys have arrived. It's going to be interesting. Moro BLO's first, first match as interim manager. Maybe he'll keep the job, get some good results, but it's going to be a tough one, isn't it? What did you uh, uh, make yeah. of the squad? Anyone? I mean, it's it's pretty familiar apart from, I guess, three names. Uh, Chouinier from Montreal, fully deserving. Mm. Harry Patton or Payton from Motherwell. And... Uh, Luc de Fogerol, I have no idea how to pronounce it. He's 17 years old, plays for Fulham's U21s. That's right. Jimmy, any any, any thoughts on those call-ups? No, I like him. I like him. I like uh, 
I mean, apparently the the young young kid Fulham's supposed to be a decent decent player. I don't know much about him. Um, and then obviously the the other young boy at Motherwell. Um, it's good that we are getting these young guys that are over in in Europe. Try to get them involved with the national team at a at a good age. And it's then Schoenier, sorry, go uh, ahead. And then Schoenier, for me, yeah, he, well deserved. Um, I've always I've always liked him. Um, Obviously, Morrow does as well. So it's uh, it'll be a good opportunity for these guys to see how they handle the next the next level of international football. And it's good to see as well our, our friends on the show with uh, um, Paul Salteri involved as well with the national team and Stevie Caldwell is involved with the national team as well. So you know, hopefully, hopefully they get a good result. And obviously, Evan Morrow is a as a Canadian. Being the 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 interim head coach, you know he's got a good good shot of maybe getting it full time. This is going to be a tough game, but it's it's one yeah. thing about it is it's great that they're playing somebody outside of our confederation because they play so many games against Concacaf opposition. I think most of the players have ninety percent of the games against Concacaf, so good experience for them. But it's going to be a really really tough game. I was uh I had a chat with Morrow maybe a week and a half ago and uh you know just having a good football chat and we were talking about you know him him in that position now and he he wants the job um he, he's going for it and then we kind of had a little giggle and I was like I, I don't know if you could have had a, a first worst game against <laughs> Japan who's <laughs> <was> absolutely unbelievable <laughs> in Japan as well <laughs> It is, but are we kind of forgetting what this Canada team can do as well? Because it's yeah. a good squad, right? I know they're missing Tejan through injury, but it's a good squad. This team showed in qualifying what they're capable of. And yeah, we can rewind to the World Cup and it wasn't a great Gold Cup with, with obviously, you know, a lesser team. Yeah, yeah, Nations League came against the States, but it's still some real quality there. This isn't like Canada of, of five years ago, six years yeah. ago playing japan no i agree with you it's, it's a it's a good side um and craig can allude to this as well you know we we played against japan in the confederation cup and uh same location you, i believe yeah it is in nagata and we both know what the the japanese supporters are like what their team is is like how they play and they they are phenomenal they are re- relentless they play great football. The energy that they play with. Mm. I mean, we we came in nil nil at halftime. We thought we had them on the ropes, and we should have been up. We, we should have been. been. Up we had two really good chances in the first half. Two great chances, and then second half, their their supporters and big crowd, sixty odd thousand. And when you remember that, Jimmy, we we came up for the warm up, and it was the first time in my entire career you're away internationally, and thousands. Of people were clapping as we came out for the warm up, like just so respectful, and it was just like, "Wow, we don't get this in Canada." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. That's right. But man, technically, yeah, they're so good. They they pass and move the ball about brilliantly well. They really do. I think as well because they they do have somewhat of a a Brazilian influence. They do, in Japan, especially in the, the J League. They had a lot of Brazilians back in the day. 
You know, they did. So coaches too. Coaches, players. So the mm-hmm. way that they play, it's kind of that, you know, a bit of freedom and play, but they're very disciplined. Yeah. Very, very disciplined team. I remember back in the day, I mean, going back 25, 30 years ago, the Japanese were just figuring it out. Remember Gary Lineker went over there. He was kind of the first star to go over there. And they're still trying to figure it out. And they went around the world and they took coaches and they sent them all over the place, different places to take their best ideas. So we had several Japanese guys at our training that would come and just watch, observe, throw away all the shite, which was a lot, and then take all the good things. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, I mean, smart. This, this squad's got a ton of um, talent too, right? Tommy Yasu from Arsenal, he, he's in there. Um, Koki Mashida from Union in Germany. Uh, Hidemasa Marita from Sporting. Uh, Watara Endo, the captain from Liverpool, hasn't played too much so far, but you know, mm-hmm. a, a solid, solid player. Uh, Minamino, he's at Monaco these days. Takumi Minamino, he's in there as well. The Celtic boys, Atati. And uh, Furuhashi are there as well. So, you know, it's going to be a real challenge. But my, my point is just that, yeah, Japan's probably the better team. But I expect a good performance from Canada here. Also playing for a new manager too, right? I mean, can you compare club to international? When obviously we see this new manager bump a lot in uh, for club football. Is it the same for international as well? Even though it's an interim tag, do you want to play for Morrow? These guys know him really well as well, right? They've played mm-hmm. with, with Morrow for, for years now. He was part of... Um, John's staff, obviously. But do you expect a, a bit of a bump from some of these players who are trying to make a name for themselves? Well, when you're, whenever you're playing, it doesn't matter what team, what your manager is, you've got to go there. There's, there's no difference, certainly from my point of view, how you play. You know, you go out there and you, you give your, your very best at all times. And this is an opportunity for a few, of course, where because you don't know where Morrow stands on his opinion on some people. So there's a door that's kind of open there for some of the younger players or some of the other ones to get in there and, you know, be a favorite of the manager. It's, that's just the way it goes. Jimmy, what's the most interesting element to watch for in this match? Um, positional, for me, it might be goalkeeper who does get the start. If it's going to be Borjan or whether it goes to Dane or, or Max. Is that something that intrigues you, or do you expect it to be the, the, the veteran, the, the guy who's been there for so long? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I don't know where where Morrow's, Morrow's head is with it. You know, does he... I think this, these are the games that you, you give the opportunity to somebody different sometimes so that you can really have a good look at them and see how they handle the, the international pressure. So if I'm if I'm him, I'm looking at Dane or I'm looking at Max Grupo to to see which player I want because I think as he gets going, you got Nations League. I think next month, um, Copa America, you got to start putting your players in place that you want to use. So I don't think it's this is this is a great opportunity to to try the players and see see what you feel is fit because I'm sure he's got an idea of who he wants. And now's the time to do it, especially with a friendly in Japan. Test I think it. it's, it's, it's not a case, I don't think, Jimmy, that they don't like Milan. And I don't think Moro's in that case as well. I think the problem with Milan is he's 35 right now. And in a few years, he's going to be 37, 38 years of age. And, you know, that's that's where the problem lies. Not that you can't yeah. compete at that level. We saw Dino's off do it back in the day. But, 
it's uh it's something of a concern obviously his age yeah i mean listen if the rumblings at the gold cup were he left because he wasn't going to start now they're the rumblings not confirmed if that is a case i i suspect he wouldn't go all the way to japan not to start well, you might. I mean, the thing I'm mean, going back from the Gold Cup, if he's not going to start, doesn't necessarily mean he's pissed off or disgruntled at all. It just might be a case, well, if I'm not going to play, um, I want to get back to my club because he did move from uh, Red Star, didn't he? So he probably wanted to get settled into his club as well um, and give himself a good opportunity to get in the first team, make sure he is in the first team um, at club level so that, that that potentially could have been the reason why. Which would make sense. find out on Friday morning. Well, listen, we uh, will record a podcast right after that match on Friday. It's a 6 a.m. Eastern kickoff. Jimmy's calling it. <laughs> what time are you getting down to one soccer, Jimmy? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Five to six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danny Dicchio special. Jimmy's getting it at 6.45. Yeah. yeah. And Second then you go, Who, who's playing? Yeah. <laughs> I might hey, just did, grab a six pack and then sleep in there Thursday. Night. Yeah, you may as well sleep there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pull an all nighter. Yeah. There's some comfy couches there. You'd be just fine. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. So that's Friday morning. So get up, football fans, and support your Canada for sure. Um, did you see? I mean, we, we're talking about players and wanting to play for their teams and having that heart and desire. Eden Hazard retired this week at 32 years of age a guy that was <clears throat> had incredible talent what a player two Premier League crowns uh, an FA Cup uh, did it all for Chelsea went to Real Madrid and just kind of lost his way there but never a player that perhaps loved the game it, it, it was it was a job to him I think more than a hobby I thought I heard someone speak about mm. um, some of these guys you've you got to be a mentality monster right you got to be disciplined to be a true true great consistently and no disrespect to Eden Hazard not everyone can do that um but what a player he was in his heyday too bad it never translated to Real Madrid why are you laughing Wonder? because whenever anybody starts with no offense it's always <laughs> you're a fucking asshole yeah, I'm gonna yeah. offend someone no 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 you're not an asshole no, not an no listen I, I love it you know the minute you hear someone say with all due respect or no offense eat a cock it's like just because you say that it allows you to go but you're a fucking idiot (laughs) or or like when when someone says i'll tell you this for free and then you know there's there's an invoice coming in the mail after every podcast (laughs) for example okay i don't mean to offend him but perhaps i will offend him by saying that he could have been much more than he was but he was pretty great how about that Mm. Very well done. I like the way yeah. you. It was very well navigated. It goes around it now. So if we get yes. an interview with Eden Hazard, I want to be the asshole. And, so uh, with all due respect, yeah. <laughs> with all due respect, and, you guys are all pieces of shit. How about that? Yeah. Huh? With yeah. all due yeah. respect, Craig, please wash that puma top. Yeah. And <laughs> and then Charms, oh, I did wash my puma top. Charms, and then the other word, I did. But, but yeah, yeah. As soon as someone says but. <laughs> you know something else is coming, don't you? Listen, he was a great player, but <laughs> yeah, could have been even greater. Yeah. I think his biggest disappointing would probably be internationally because that Belgium team were stacked. The golden generation. 
The golden generation. We got a yeah. third place at a World Cup. Yeah. I know that because I Wikipedia'd him. Um, I didn't remember that, which says it all. So listen, a, a great accomplishment, third place at the World Cup. But probably should but. have won the World Cup or something. <laughs> <laughs> who won who won the third place? Third, who came third place at last year's World Cup? Morocco. Morocco. Oh, Morocco. good one. We discussed Great. that last in the last pod, didn't we? I think, or two pods ago, maybe. I think you oh, went there, Wonga. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Very well possibly. Done, Craig. Yeah, there's been a few Got teams many. that finished third. <laughs> what, the last World Cup. <laughs> Actually, Wonga, I'm not sure if you listened to the, the last one you missed because we presented you with a challenge. To explain I did. To us. Oh no! This is the one where I, when I, I I was on for about a thirty second hit. I was That's driving right in the car. So yeah. we want you to present to us an explanation of the Swiss method. So even if I what? wanted to, okay. So number one, the Swiss method is a is a system of tur- running a tournament when there are way too many teams in too little time. And an example of who uses it right now is actually Concacaf. It breaks down its teams into um, lower kind of by the coefficient, which I have to figure out what a coefficient means. But basically, it lower ranking teams play against each other and then are thrown into a larger pool with all the teams. And because UCL wanted to fight basically the, the Super League talk, right? They're going to 36 teams, which gets more probably prem teams in the, into the tournament. And uh, basically, instead of a round robin, there's going to be a breakdown of 36 teams into nine pools. And then it's your, I'm not sure, this is where I got lost. This is where I don't understand. I think you're wrong. No, that's what it says. And it's used in really? chess. Yeah, I've, I've been going pools. through it. ESPN has a break, great breakdown. We do not. Footyprime.com. No, there's yeah, there's nine yet. pools, though, maybe within the big division, though. Isn't well, they're, the, one they're, saying they're, going to, they're saying they're going in 36 teams across the board. And then, yeah. yeah. So, so one, then, one table. It's one table, but they're uh, the way they are are matched up is based on their coefficient over the last five years. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have uh, these teams being you. The biggest thing about a round robin, they don't have enough time. The other thing is one bad game doesn't get you knocked out. Whereas in a round robin, it can if you don't place in those top four. So it's quite confusing, to be completely honest. I don't know That's how they're going to do it. I will say this one. I'm whether you're right or wrong. More leading towards the wrong, wasn't he? Yeah, very convincing. I'm actually surprised and impressed that you uh well look it, it, I, i've got the i've got the espn i was on it reading it last night oh, and it was okay. champions league swiss model revamp all you need to know so it's quite a it's quite a great breakdown it also breaks down why they're doing it and it's that was what i found very interesting it's basically and it's just to a appe- benefit to appease yeah to appease the big teams in the biggest leagues yeah so, anyways, get more of all that information on Wikipedia. Well, now we know. 
Now we know the, how it's going to work next year. <laughs> we know more than say, we've thought our, we our, our friends at Footy Prime Supporters Club reached out and said, we'll be sending you a PowerPoint. It never came, Carrie Ryan. Just so you then, know. No, and then they're actually working on it, though, at this point. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they probably are. But listen, we don't need to worry about it until next year. So if I've always said with academia, if you can't, if you don't need to, you know, know it right now, just put it off. And eventually, when you need to know, it's like cramming, last minute cramming before an exam, right? Right. So next, uh, where are we now? What month are we now? Next September or thereabouts, and the Champs League kicks off, we'll just be cramming. And then we'll know. It's funny. Uh, I know that we had we weren't sure whether we were going to talk about it right away, but I've been watching this David Beckham on Netflix documentary. I finished it last night. Wow. I watched the first one last night, the first episode. It's so well done. So Dave Starkey, just so from our Footy Prime Supporters Club, he actually asked, you know, ups and downs, and God, that. So to Sharms's point, talking about Hazard, one of the quotes from Beckham was, "I thought I loved football. I think I love football more than anybody else in the world." Like it was really, he was really dedicated, even above his family sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. So although, it's quite although interesting. Victoria was a, a distraction to him for sure. Oh yeah, but dis- right. being a dis- everyone's got distractions. He yeah. put himself first a few times above his family, and he was very uh, focused on football yeah. and his career. But you know what? And it's I loved it because you actually see what it really is like being a footballer. You know, everybody. Th- sees you on on match day and they might take pictures of you out in the public and everybody thinks oh it's rosy everything's great it is so difficult it's a roller coaster it's so emotionally draining and lonely at times very 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 lonely yeah when you're taking a picture with somebody there's three people calling you a twat behind you yeah yeah but you you've got to be you have to be Greg, i can only say it three times at one point yeah it happens to this podcast every week yeah. you know exactly what it means you you have to be so mentally strong it's it's incredible and i think that's why sometimes when you 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 as a footballer especially when you're you know during and after you you brush things off and it's because you're you're just used to being hammered and people saying things or you know you're you're in situations where you just don't want to be around people at times just because you you want your own space and but it's so difficult it's it's it really is incredible and he was jimmy on a different level because obviously his popularity and over there they love to build you up build you up they love david beckham build them build them up and then you got sent off in the world cup i remember covering that with the TSN at the time and thinking he's going to get absolutely hammered for this. And to be fair, it was a yellow card. It was never a red card. Like it's, you know, Cimarroni. Was it Cimarroni? Yeah. Simeone. Was it a yellow card? I don't know. I saw it again last night for the first time in years and he kicked out. It's a red card. He's on his stomach. It's not a red. He's on his stomach. If you kick out, it's an automatic red card nowadays. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, but that's where there, there's got to be some sense with it. Reference, yeah. Like, like, okay, be, come on, smart enough. Simone said it. You got Simone, who's a, a tough center midfielder, just 
lying on the back, like looking at him. Went down. He sold it. There's no doubt he sold it. But yeah, looking back now, you can't kick out. That's just it's a black and white rule. No, but that's why I think that's why a lot of people were pissed off at Simone because you know he's he's not that player that just rolls around and flops and he's meant to be an an aggressive midfielder. Like you don't do do anything to win. You don't do that. You don't do that shit. That's why even Roy Keane and a few other players said that as well. They were like, you know, you're meant to be this big hard man and you're, you're falling over like that. Like it was a disgrace. Come on. But he it wasn't even hard. It was a tap. Glenn Huddle, but Glenn Huddle didn't make it any better, right? Post-match when he says, you know, yeah, that, that cost us. That's why we lost. I mean, it was hardly backing his player. There's obviously, well, there was a lot of problems between him and Beckham at that point. The, yeah, it would have been a lot different not. for David Beckham if he if Hoddle handled that differently. Glenn Hoddle, what a dick he turned into on that oh, show. Yeah. He looked, he came off horribly. Yeah, yeah, they don't paint a very good picture of him there, do they? No. Well, he's been right, right yeah, before. He, 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 he had some woman come in too. He was he, he had a woman come in and she was a. Uh, what you call Claire, 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 Claire or what? What do they call him? Claire Varent? Whatever. Claire she was a faith, faith healer, right? Eileen Drury, her name was. That's oh, right. Faith healer. Like I'm going exactly. And, and that's why he got banned by the England job, Wonga. So eventually, he said some comments in the media about disabled, disabled people. people being punished for sins of the past. Yeah. Oh, well, we know they are, but come on. Don't say that loud. Yeah. What a dickhead, like, eh? <laughs> look at like, JC really, in the corner. Wow. I mean. <laughs> that's why we're all getting punished doing this shit right now yeah what the hell were we in previous lives man serial killers so he was a prick and kind of a weird boss that he would bring that into the into because that's a weird move to bring into a locker room yeah he got hammered for that too didn't he uh was he the one that also took some he was one of the first managers to insist that his injured players like was it they they went to some kind of weird healer and got like a, a horse's liver or something rubbed on their calf yeah. or something weird like that what was it, it was something yeah, it was really something disgusting like yeah yeah it's yeah. amazing well how do you heal i never get hurt do. jc i'm a machine um yeah. maybe a little bit of ice <laughs> a little bit of ice not not horse liver you just go with the ice. Yeah. But it, it's, <laughs> it's amazing how, you know, when you start seeing like, people get into places of power and all of a sudden now they come out with all this crazy ideas and ideologies and you're like, oh, we need to try this and we got to do that. It's amazing. It happens all the time with managers. They just go off on one, don't they? When they try to be too clever. It's a simple game. Keep it fucking simple. What it's was the funny one that you went Jimmy, off on, Huh? Sorry, Sharps. What was, what was the one that you went off on? Was the one something really weird, a little bit out there that you thought, well, now I'm the man. Yeah, I'm when I had a, a thigh strain and the physio was trying to be clever and rub camel bollocks on my thigh, try to keep it. <laughs> camel bollocks. <laughs> was it actually camel bollocks? Camel it might have been bull balls. <laughs> Not a camel. Yeah, Did they're hard to get, you know. You had to, you had to roll them around in your hand <laughs> after. It was meant to soothe you, <laughs> calm you down. 
When you're ready, that's how it works. Take the two camel balls and put them in your hand and massage yeah. them. Was, this will relax that's you. How that worked a lot. Oh, no, that was my ball. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a problem. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. But it did. It helped me get over my hump. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Was that the setup? Okay. Was the last two minutes the That was the, the setup. Line? That was the setup. Well, Carefully, you don't rub them too much. Camels tend to spit. <laughs> Jimmy likes a good spit in the mouth. I thought it's llamas that spit. A llama oh. does spit. Camels do. do. Camels spit too. Camels do as yeah. well. Yeah. I know that. I rode one in Egypt around the pyramids. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the international duty. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. Oh, no shit. I remember that. Holger's like, don't you guys do any of this, this, and the other. Next thing I know, there's fucking Jimmy on a camel. <laughs> was he rubbing the bulls? No, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't get a hold of them. Couldn't reach down. <laughs> he was a quick camel. Yeah, he was really quick. Fast hands. Uh, um, Yeah. Where the hell were we? Oh, yeah, but Hoddle, I mean, yeah, a bit of a, a maniac, but too bad because he was actually a very progressive coach. And that team just reminded me last night watching that first episode. That team was such a good, such a good football team. Oh, yeah. Should have done more. Good. I mean, you're seeing in the tunnel there and you've got the, the, the veterans who've been there. Tony Adams is there. And then you've got Michael Owen in his breakout party at the 98 World Cup. Mm. Of course, scored that incredible goal against Argentina. Yeah, and uh, it's, man, how they didn't do more just shows how difficult it is to win international football. Because that and team I, should. I, I didn't forget more. too that that game went to penalties, so they did have a chance to win the game on penalties, oh. right? You're kind of, yeah. they're right. You forget that. I think his dad mentioned that. Yeah, could have been so different, but, right? Boy. He would have missed it anyway. He would have missed the tournament. No three three games for a red for violent conduct. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's interesting okay. when it, I was telling I was telling my daughter about the chance that uh, Victoria was getting, and then there it was in the actual documentary. Her talking about it, like, <laughs> was it is there? Okay, I haven't seen that part yet. Yeah, we were looking for you though, JC. I, I thought they might have a because there was a West Ham match, and I saw Lomas on on the field. Yeah, Lomas went, took out Beckham. Yeah, he took out would... he took out Beckham. So I thought maybe they'd show. I don't know. Did you play in that match? Do you remember? No, it was Ludic McCloskey. I was on international duty then, and then uh, um, what was it? Uh, oh, they had matches back then during international duty. Like they well, didn't yeah. give they didn't give everyone a, a uh, hey, it's international duty this week. Not for the not for the Gold Cup or anything like that. No. Oh. No. I didn't realize no. that. Yeah, I missed when in two thousand. I missed several games for West Ham, but. I, 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 watched two, I watched two of the four Beckham things, and my sister did send me a picture of me laying on the ground. So I guess she said there was a clip of there. The, I mean, I was surprised it didn't show the, the free kick that he scored because it was it was good as anything he ever took. I mean, just because it hit the underside of the bar and you go know, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like it was quite amazing free kick. But well, while I was doing my research on the on the Swiss system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, uh, <laughs> I did watch right to the end. And so I would recommend anybody who wants to see the ups and downs of football life from a player's perspective, that is mm-hmm. so well documented. That's the big thing about this documentary. Mm-hmm. They have footage. They, they've been following this kid uh, since the 90s, right? And incredible, since the 80s. So they've been able to put together such a great documentary because they have the the, the narrative on mm-hmm. film. Like, you yeah. can't hide from it, right? And what does dad say? He's got, like, I don't know how many thousand games on tape? Yeah, like yeah, 1,400 like, or something. Yeah. Holy shit. It's a who's yeah. who of Beckham's life. It's amazing. Like from, from Simeone talking about it to, to Fergie, right? Talking about it. It's just amazing. And the Neville oh, brothers what, 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 from, that, from New Orleans. So go ahead. The Neville brothers from New Orleans, right? <laughs> I don't know much, <laughs> but I know I love you. Yeah. I thought like, Gary, Gary Neville was brilliant. I thought he was amazing. Real, real Ferdinand was yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like Gary Neville. He's, as a player, I hated yeah. him. He's a little weasel. But he's great. He just, he is, he just a, talks a, the way it should be. He's, he's so yeah. honest and smart mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You, you might still hate him, people, but he's brilliant, I think, in the media. One thing I got yeah. from that, that first episode that people did un- misunderstand Beckham as well because the way it was cut was so well done. It'd be like, uh, oh, he is this, and then Beckham would be like, actually, no, I'm, I'm this. I think the one part, Rio, was it Rio or was it? No, Neville said uh, at that point, I think he would have left. He wanted to leave after being dropped by huddle and straight away no didn't affect me i wanted to stay or vice versa something like that anyway and yeah. uh it's just all the contradictions of people how they perceived beckham to be feeling and actually the truth was he felt the complete opposite yeah, yeah. complicated figure <laughs> who knew who knew yeah it's amazing he doesn't even know how he got through it himself i, I mean i was surprised i mean that, that it was unbelievably relentless and they they really covered that well and I remember how relentless it was everywhere he goes. Every time he got the ball, he was booed. And it wasn't, I mean, I haven't got to the next part of the documentary, but it, I don't think it was until he scored that goal against Greece in the World Cup qualifier at the death that things sort of turned around. And it wasn't just Man United fans who were cheering him. It was the rest of the country. So he did really resurrect his, uh, his profile. Most of it was born from pure jealousy and envy. And you know how it is over there, guys, right? The the yeah. fan bases, the people get jealous very easily. That's why they build them up and they break them down. Mm-hmm. And that was the case. This is a good-looking guy with incredible talent, married to a pop star. They're looking for an excuse to hammer him. Extremely oh, evil over there. Yeah. <laughs> Even Ferguson said, they murder us over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't see another guy like Beckham as far as who kind of captured the the heart of the nation till till Wayne Rooney, maybe to a certain point. Didn't have quite the same uh, background, obviously. He married his high school sweetheart. 
didn't have mm. the, uh, the the looks compared to Beckham or, or the smoothness, the panache. But Rooney was a brilliant footballer. He's just left DC United as coach and just jumped over at Birmingham City now. John Eustace fired. He was doing a good job there by all accounts. Um, what do you make of this one? I mean, is Rooney a good manager or not? I, I don't know. Did a decent job at Derby County and really difficult times. DC didn't have much money to play with. I, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect from him. No, it's kind of like the Lampard situation. They're going to get a few chances and they're going to fall upwards for a while. Uh, and get, he's going to get plenty of opportunities, but eventually they'll dry up like it's done for a lot of those guys. Yeah. I mean, keep Over in time. mind, though, when, when he was at Derby, he did a – I got to hold my hand up, and I'm not a Derby fan. I hate Derby, but he was uh, he did a hell of a job there. Really yeah. did. And how difficult that situation was. What, they start yeah, they started with minus 10, didn't they? more was it yeah what does that mean minus 10 well they they got points deducted off them for i don't know what it was i don't know financial impropriety yeah. yeah 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 i think it was more than 10. what do you mean in the point standings they had them in minus 10. to start the yeah. season start the season you're you're already 10 and 10 or more points in the, in the dark it's terrible. and how'd they how'd they do jimmy how'd they finish it was I thought it was like 20 points or something it, it might have been and he nearly saved them like it was, he almost okay. saved them. yeah almost I was trying broke. to see where the reclamation part of this story was you're like <laughs> <laughs> oh he just kept going worse I don't see how he did that yeah. <laughs> well, what happened did they win the league no no they got relegated. <laughs> no it was a difficult situation they they had to start off they had so many points that they had to make up and they, he didn't have a squad that he wanted, couldn't get players in. Mm. It, well, I guess not. You're starting at minus 20. Yeah. yeah. Minus 21. Got minus it right 21, here. there it is. Really? Minus 21. 21. So that's and seven wins, right? Seven yeah. wins is minus 21. Yeah, yeah. and then you're back to zero. <laughs> and it was in November that they got the point deduction, so it didn't start the season with it. Right. Right. So that's a uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a serious punishment. Yeah, and he almost got him out. Yeah, they only got relegated three matches from the end of the season. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do to Man City when they get found on yeah. financial irregularity, right? Yeah, someone <laughs> put on Twitter, actually. But they'll, they'll pick up those 21 points quick. <laughs> <laughs> someone put it on Twitter. You know that commercial, the Nike commercial during the World Cup in, was it 2000 and? 10 maybe with Rooney in the caravan in the trailer with the big beard and looking really old and disheveled. Oh yeah. Remember that commercial? Yeah. yeah they were sure saying actually he's it. he's turning into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's looking more and more like it. He's got the beard now. Yeah. But yeah, listen, I hope he does well. I mean, this is obviously um Tom Brady's Birmingham City now, right? But I mean, listen, I don't follow the championship close enough, but John Eustace by all reports, is doing a great job there and will. What do you mean you're not following it? You're not following an Ipswich town? They're no, on fire. I just go through you, Craig. I have a yeah. r- rough idea about who's doing well, but that's about it. But I rely on you to let us know and inform us on, on the Ipswich situation. Well, Ipswich were promoted from the third tier into the championship, and they've started off the season better than any other team has ever been promoted and going up like i i really thought that they were going to be mid-table because that's a big jump and again it's a massive jump to the premier league but 
they've been incredible. Kieran McKenna is just these the manager has just been incredible. I think he's done played ninety two games and I don't know if he's lost like thirteen of them or something. Like that's it. Like yeah, his win this season are nine one and one. Yeah. Well. Eight points clear at second place. Leicester are on fire as well, which is really good to see. But those guys get the parachute payment, so you would expect some of the relegated teams to to do better than certainly a team yeah. coming up from the and third this, tier. This is Craig and I. We we had a chat about this yesterday, and because he, he's going to be a hot commodity, which he is, right? And a lot of clubs are going to be looking to get a hold of him. But it goes back to what we were saying, and I was like why leave why leave when when things are going well for you especially when you know the industry and how quick things can turn against you yeah you know, you're you're in a good position if i'm him i am not leaving i'm like nope because i know if things keep going the way that they're going i'm comfortable i know my team i've got control mm-hmm. i could be there another five six years or do you, you jump and go to a big the ipswich manager oh kieran mckenna yeah, you, you could do a David Moyes, right? You leave like a club like Everton where you've been successful at that level with that club with the amount of resources. Then you move to Manchester United and it doesn't quite work out. So, yeah. Maybe it'll be the England manager like other Ipswich managers, Sir Alf Ramsey for 66, Ipswich, former Ipswich manager, Bobby Robson, obviously. Another Ipswich manager. So maybe he'll go straight into the England setup. That wouldn't be bad either. It's tough to say though, though, isn't it? When you like look at, for example, um, used there the example of uh, a Moyes, right? And they've been great at Everton, had that team so stable. Um, but gets offered that that job at Manchester United. You can't say no to that, can you? You understand. You can. Yeah. Everyone's got their price, as we say, right? And my God, that was an opportunity. And it, no one, I don't think anyone could have succeeded post Alex Ferguson. That was a no. problem. It came too but soon. Even, even a Brighton manager. What's his name? Yeah. Went to Chelsea. Graham Potter. Graham Potter, he was brilliant at, at Brighton. He's probably looking at Brighton now, going, "Fuck, why did I? Why did I leave? Why did I go?" And then you look at his bank account and go, "Oh, that's why." Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting paid more now to sit on my arse and do nothing than I ever would have been at Brighton. Oh, I can buy an old Pac Man machine from Seven Eleven and play <laughs> it all day. Yeah, but it's not like he's he's making shit money at Brighton. Like you're making no. good money. Yeah, yeah, but, but he would have he would have made three times as much at, at Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea paid ten million for him to Brighton. I think that. Yeah. Do you think honestly that Graham Potter sits at home and he's also, he's watching football? You know, he is because he wants to get back in the game. Do you think he's really upset to see his former team do so well and get better and better under Deserby? Or do you think he's like, oh yeah, well done, boys, for the fans? He's, no, he's probably more happy that him. Chelsea still suck. <laughs> Great point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And nobody's turned it around. Uh, it's a Maybe they should have kept Tuchel. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Who's not Bayern Munich, and they're not doing great. No. no. Well, that's the funny thing. Didn't think Bayern Munich manager, wasn't he, had just come off of winning everything, too, and they got rid of him? Yeah, he got the treble before Pep yeah. arrived. Yeah, he did a Tuchel. Yeah. Tough old business. Your boy, uh, Mark Watson, let go by Minnesota, along with the manager, Adrian Heath, as well, yeah. this last week. Yeah, too bad, too bad. I guess, you know, you see that coming a little bit. They sort of faded away in the season, so it's never going to never be going to be good things for 
whoever's in charge, sometimes the GM is obviously going to get a little bit more longer leash, but I guess the two of them sort of come as a tandem. So decided to make the change. I thought it was too early though. Too early to, to get rid of them. Meaning like they, you still had a chance to get into playoffs. The last four years, they took a, a new franchise into playoffs every single year. And then this year, you fire them before the end of the season. They just beat oh, – who is it that they beat? 4-1. Um, Galaxy 5-2, five, five wasn't it? Yeah, they beat Galaxy 5-2. And they're, they're – That's after them. That's after the – They're a couple of points outside of playoffs. It's way I, – I don't understand it. Didn't didn't make sense to me. Like, they're, they're one, one point out of playoffs four. with a game mm-hmm. left or something. And okay, I mean, I don't get it. The coach, all right, maybe there's someone you think is better to take into the deep in the playoffs. But I mean, the guy that runs a club, I mean, how does that affect anything at this point? Unless they're very much a tandem. Could, could it be, is it a case sometimes of we want to fire this guy and the, the guy that would fire him say, no, I'm not going to do that. It's either you keep him or, or we're both going. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But another good Canadian football man looking for work. There's a few of them, eh, Jimmy? Craig? <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll get a he'll get another gig though because he's done a hell of a job at Minnesota. Whenever whenever that happens, the mirror behind Jimmy comes down and he has to look turn around and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. That's the guy. <laughs> oh, what a shitty business! It is a shitty business. Who'd ever get involved? Yeah, Jesus. I think I might pivot to rugby. Try that again. Oh God! Good <laughs> joke. Um, CPL playoffs this Wednesday. Today, today's Wednesday. Pacific yep. against York today, right, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. I'm calling that ten o'clock tonight. The winner of that takes on Wanderers on Saturday, and of course, Cavalry Forge as well. Now the money matches kick off. What are you thinking, Jimmy? What 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 do you expect ahead of these this playoff? Do you see any shocks on the horizon? Uh, I think, uh, I, I think Calvary will beat Forge and go to the final. And then I think that, I mean, the one dark horse is going to be Halifax. That's the one team that I think everybody's got to keep an eye on because that the winner of Pacific and York end up playing Halifax next at Halifax and they've already sold out. That place is going to be rocking. That's great. Yeah, I've got it on good advice from uh, uh, that the from some really good sources that the announcer who's calling the game wants to go to Halifax because he likes the the pubs there and he thinks it'd be great. I don't know who that I don't know who that announcer is, but I've got it on good. <laughs> he must be a selfish prick and uh, a complete alcoholic, <laughs> but a good guy. Guy overall. Reversed it there. See. <laughs> Start with a negative. No offense. And with a positive. Yeah. No, but, no offense, but he's obviously a raging alcoholic. But <laughs> so they're sending you to the final, I guess. Yeah. So the final's either going to be in Hamilton or it's going to be in Calvary. Or Calgary. Yeah. 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 So we'll find Halifax that out isn't on the table. Well, no. So your source let you down there. Oh, well. Yeah, but it's interesting. Interesting times. I'm telling you, it's going to be, uh, I think these playoffs are going to be very, very good. 
And if you haven't yet, give CPL a chance. These are always last year. The playoffs are fantastic. The drama, just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So support, okay, support. Um, anything else you want to get to, fellas? Uh, here. Uh, yeah, oh, the, like, is this okay? What? Yeah. Oh, you. You. I think you got it on your brain. Was it the uh, the Norwich mental health? Oh yeah, app? brilliant. That was great. Really yeah, well done. We, we posted it, I think, on the Footy Prime account. We did. We reposted it, so we grabbed we it. And it. It's incredible. It and it, it, yeah. we, Jimmy and I were just talking beforehand how it totally got us at the end. Didn't see that coming. No, but neither did uh, this. You know, you guys were just talking about it. We should have wrapped it up uh, 40 minutes ago when we were talking about Beckham. But my God, you know, from across the board, mental health, Rio Ferdinand even actually spoke about it. Uh, in the Beckham documentary where these things were never thought about. So, and then I saw project eight put up that of course, athletes have the exact same mental health issues, but actually don't talk about it. They, They don't go and speak to professionals. So there's this real kind of traditional tough guy, tough girl, uh, don't talk to anybody about your mental health situation. And mm-hmm. hopefully it's slowly and surely changing. Um, I mean, there's still opportunities for it to kind of fall through the cracks, but that Norwich commercial really hit home. And I, you know, for all of us, we were, we've been supporting each other for throughout the pandemic for on our four year run. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has made a difference. I know for me, you know, that and this vitamin D light that's shining yeah. brightly in my eyes. but that we can talk about it now and not worry about the stigma and that's us amongst Mm -hmm. close friends so yeah yeah hasn't it changed a lot yeah and that that was a really good point about that david beckham documentary about that and what rio talking about it yeah he was completely on his own no help no you know nothing like that he didn't even know how he got through it all I, i can't imagine how difficult that was for him yeah but that was a brilliant thing by Norwich and uh, pains me because obviously they're rivals of Ipswich Town, but shows you what, how powerful social media can be. You put something out so powerful like that. I think there's only 42 million views in just a day. Yeah. So, so this is Mental Health Month. Is that what it is? Yesterday was Mental Health Awareness World Mental Health Awareness Day. World, okay, which is obviously different to Bell Let's Talk, which is in March, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, and then Bell will fire you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah don't yes, want to yeah. tell them that you got mental problems because they'll just fire your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, fuck. they can pay quite well, they can. So, yeah. TSM, let's go. We on won't my... bash you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right um that's probably about it we got other stuff we, we could oh we do but, there's uh, one thing we didn't because we missed a, a day how do we do on tony bet oh not good oh fudge well i say not good it wasn't good but uh fudge. all three plays, I didn't say fudge fuck i'm sorry fuck yeah i'm now getting <laughs> i'm getting bashed i'm getting bullied for not swearing yeah <laughs> Oh, popsicles. <laughs> uh, yeah, so three, all three parlays failed, but we got two out of three right on each one. Uh, what did we lose for the non-players, non-footy prime supporters club? Um, let me Go take us. a look here. Me, I think it was the... Uh, Sign back in. Was it, 
I don't know which one was it. I got the TFC. They they came through and rousing three nil. <laughs> God, they're horrible right now. Oh yes. yeah, wooden spoon for TFC. Congratulations! Yeah, team, yeah. and they are one point off their worst ever finish. Yeah, so they might be the worst team the in the world. The worst Orlando. team in the world, you'd give them. Yeah, well, for the money they spent and the yes. expectations yeah. of them, they, yeah, I Colorado and the other teams down the bottom don't spend any fucking money. That's one thing. The teams that they're actually trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So John's so on the, going to be on the sidelines for the first time for the final match against Orlando. I'm just curious, like, what do you think he hopes to gain from that? I mean, I guess he has to do it at some point. Okay, here I am. I've officially arrived. I'm not in the box looking down, observing. What, what do what do you expect well, to see? What, what's the reason of... Hmm? He was on the bench last game, wasn't he? No, he's still an observational role. It was Terry's last game, last game. Observation mm-hmm. role? What is that? I guess just watching like perverts row at the strip club. That's but. like six weeks of observing. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Love observing. So he's going to be on the sideline. So what do you think he hopes to garner from that one match? And how do you motivate the players between now and that match that just don't be the worst ever TFC team? Because I think they got 22 points now and the worst oh, ever was 23. They might as well just bring him in next season at this point. Yeah. Just send them home. Go home. Yes, no, go back to Vancouver, sort yourself out, and we'll see you next season. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much did that anyway. Because when they hired them, they were still in with a playoff show because mm. a thousand teams make the playoffs only. The interesting fly on the wall, Terry's last speech at the end of that match last week. Thanks for nothing. You goddamn sons of bitches. I wish he said that. <laughs> Terry's too positive. I get it. Honey, he couldn't be anything but positive. He's staying with the team, the club. Yeah. But no, I, I'd you... love to see him just rip an ass out of them and say, you <laughs> fucking assholes. Not one of you stood up. Yeah. That's I got probably why they're, keep... That's why they're this... keeping him. Yeah. I got this shit on my resume now, you assholes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm one in 19 for fuck's yeah. sake. When, oh. I would have been like, wouldn't you be like that after the, the 17th lots and John's up in the stands? I'd be like, hey, John, get your fucking ass down here. This is your team. Yeah. He's hiding under the nothing desk. to do with Come it. Help me out there. Come help me. With all due respect, John. And I'm getting hammered. You, you've been signed the big money deal here. Here I am, the clutch all damage. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, maybe that's what it is, though, Wonga. Maybe next season you have the good and the bad cop, right, in coaching. Usually the manager's a bad cop. Maybe it's going to be reversed. Terry's going to be the bad cop. John, the good cop. And Terry will just, like, tear the shit out of these guys on the training pitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's another bag run. Beep test. I would love it. I would love to see that team talk, though. The last match when John's taken it and... He's looking well, at great. Terry, do you have anything, Terry? Do you have anything to say? Yeah, I do. In fact, you fucking <laughs> every one of you. <laughs> I would, I would expect too that like Oso was so happy to get to Japan, right? Like com- that locker room compared to Canada men's. Well, I would think it's a lot more fun. I saw him in that picture with with. Uh, Richie and their and his former uh, who's the guy pl- they're playing against? Endo was it Endo? Ben, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it, they look like I, I would imagine that that takes away from some of the sting of how crappy your league play went. Oh, it's always a, always nice to get away with the national team when things are like that. Yeah, it's a distraction to get you away and new group of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that old managerial chestnut where before you, you take control, you have an envelope. I think Brendan Rodgers did this in that Liverpool documentary. And he goes, in this envelope, there's one name that I know will let me down. <laughs> Don't let it be you. Maybe, maybe Terry did the same thing at TFC, and then he's going to open the envelope against Orlando, and like twenty-three names going to flutter out. <laughs> like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. All of you. You all let me down. Every single one of you. Yeah, confetti. <laughs> Terry's got that instead of uh, Ted Lasso. Terry's got I don't believe uh, and yeah. it's plastered up. Yeah, as he or leaves. I can't believe. I can't <laughs> believe. I never I believe how bad you are. <laughs> I can't believe it. Ah, <laughs> uh, TFC fans. If you can't laugh at it, what can you do? You know. Yeah. Terry would be a good sport about it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I tell you, the, one day we'll get him on the show years from now, and he'll tell the truth because he was so positive through this whole thing. His post-match yeah. comments, trying to find light somewhere where there was no light. I give him so much credit for that. Yeah. But what I mean, what a horrible position to be in, though, because he couldn't really come out and say what he felt because he wants to stick around. Yeah. Who knows how many of these guys are going to be here next year? You can't and- change the entire squad. The other thing is you have to take that job. Like Jimmy said last time, you have to take that job. There's no, you know, I, I, that was what I took from that podcast last week that, and you guys are, Oh, by the way, you guys are hilarious. I laughed my ass off Thursday. All, all the drive home to Ottawa it was fantastic. And also uh, Nate uh, keeper from uh, Ottawa. Ingham. And yeah, late Nate Ingham. We're gonna we'll have you on our show with Jimmy. To, I'm gonna reach out to you, and uh, we're gonna have you do a little analysis of the CPL uh, playoffs. How's that? Brought to you by Tony. Yeah, if he wants to, if he if wants, he wants to. to, yeah, maybe he, he might maybe be. He might be right out of Dodge. No, I think he's sticking around there. Ottawa's a good little town. We'll find How do out. You know, because I, I was going back and forth with him just a little bit. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not out of the blue. What the fourth mean? Does that mean like one text? No, no. We were uh, going back through email. He's like, oh, are you still in town? Uh, I'll have you over. At the- I think he owns a restaurant there now. Does he? Yeah. In Ottawa? Yeah. That's his dream. Let's wow. go. Are you, sh- are you I- sure about this? Because I'd love to go there. Well, wow. unless there's another guy named Nate Ingham. And he's there. Have, you, have you been talking to I've someone else called Nate Ingham in Ottawa? <laughs> I've been catfished. He's never played goal in his life. Exactly. Wonger, what are you sure doing? You've been catfished 100% name. here. Hey, this will be exciting. Wonger's getting catfished. It's <laughs> a whole show. Freaking brilliant. <laughs> uh, is it very cool? Um, you want to ask about these parlays from last week? Yeah, I did. Uh, whoever, so some one parlay was uh, Red Bulls. They beat TFC. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a pick. Um, that was a good one. Fulham beating Sheffield United. By the way, Chris Basham. That injury was awful. Awful. Um, that one won, and we lost the Newcastle West Ham. That was my bet, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was you and your entitlement. The hammers. They, they evened it up in the 89th minute, so we came pretty damn close. So we lost that one. Uh, we lost. Hang on, where the hell is it? 
We lost. Um, why wouldn't you load up now? Your internet uh, provider is having issues out in Pickering, aren't they? Uh, is it breaking up again? Me, my end? No, it's just you, you always complain <laughs> oh, about your internet. You and Actually, Craig are uh, living together. So we, we had a Spurs win. We got that right. We had a Real Madrid win. Got that right. We lost. Oh, I think it's who had San Diego wave. Who was that? Dubs. Dubs, Dubs right? Her. She just makes. Is she throwing darts? That lady. Oh, I don't know. It seems that way. <laughs> Closing her eyes and throwing darts. Yeah. <laughs> it was nil-nil between uh, North Carolina Courage and the San Diego Wave. And she, uh, yeah, she had San Diego. And then the final one, I, I can't figure it out. My, my computer's all doing right. some weird things here. Anyway, um, we lost all three parlays, including the Supporters Cup. So there you have it. Okay. Well, good. Are we now down $3? Uh, yeah, we, are now, are we? we are down. We are down at four, yeah, we are. We're down to four hundred eighty-seven dollars and twenty-five cents from our oh, original five hundred. We need a win. We're thirteen dollars down. Yeah, there, there is no <laughs> casket at this point. Yeah. I'm going to stick you in a canoe we and are send you out to the lake. We'll have we to are sell re- parts of them to make up for that thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Which parts? If you're going to buy, what, what's the most valuable part of Craig? His hands. His other right? nut. It's no. It's his other nut. Because it, it's scarce. Yeah, yeah, it's scarce. Well, there's only two to begin with, though, so the scarce well, is golden ball. Golden, <laughs> golden ball. No, there's some weirdo yeah. voyager out there who would definitely get Craig's hands, and he'd he'd, he'd emboss them in gold, mm. and then have Craig's literally have Craig, the, you know, the greatest Canadian goalkeeper of all time, his hands on his mantelpiece. So I think the hands cool. are most valuable. His or his fro would be good too, though. His old afro. Yeah, but I think that ship sailed. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> I'd bring All right, listen, well, thanks to our uh, wonderful sponsors, of course, FuboTV.com. You can catch Canada against Japan, 6 a.m. Eastern on One Soccer this Friday. And, of course, uh, TonyBet.ca. We're successful, and so too can you be. That should be that should be the, the little slogan. <laughs> we're successful and so too can you be. <laughs> all right. We're back on Friday after the Canada match. Are we all available for that? Jimmy, can you do that one? Are you gonna be at one soccer? I'll be jump one on soccer. for a few minutes. Yeah. Make up. Better boy. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Until then, keep on newspapers. Cheers for. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Great show. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.